monsters and ghosts to otherworldly beings. Join the explorers as they venture into the darkest realm seeking the truth to what goes bump in the night. Good evening and welcome to Explorers Seekers of the Truth. Um, tonight's going to be a little bit different than normal. Uh, we kind of want to give you guys an update on our plans for 2018 and moving forward. Um, we are really working on a very, very special guest, hopefully for our next episode. With any uh, luck, yes. Yeah, with any luck. If not, we're going to call the convenience store in that town and get somebody from there to talk to us. <laughs> yeah. But we're not giving away the town yet. <laughs> yeah. Looking at you, Mount Carmel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not Mount Carmel. Um, yeah, like Chad said, tonight's show is going to be it's, it's going to be a short one. It's a late one. It's kind of off. We, we weren't sure if we uh, wanted to have the show tonight or not. Uh, we had... Um, we had planned on doing the show, but we, we changed format, so we're going to be pushing the, the show that was supposed to be tonight to hopefully next week. Um, but tonight, we're just going to talk a little bit about what we're going to be up to uh, in 2018. And also, if anybody wants to, like like we always say, um, there's different ways for, for everyone to reach us. You could reach us at our website, www.explorersgroup.com. You could check us out on Twitter at Explorers Group and Facebook, which you're watching there now, is facebook.com backslash explorers. And I still can't say that right. But anyway, um, you could also get in touch with us um, through the the chat underneath our little uh, show preview on, on Facebook. And uh, whatever you comment on there we'll see through be live so whatever you say on facebook will come through on be live so we'll be able to see your comments and and respond so tonight we're like i said we're going to be talking about a little bit of what our plans are for 2018 with the show uh with the group with investigating um what uh some things we have lined up um we've been doing some research locally around my area on the cryptozoological side uh, we're also looking into um, some fairly large locations um, in Pennsylvania and down in Virginia where, where Chad's based. Um, I don't know if we're going to give the names of those locations yet, but we'll give a little bit of description on, on some of them uh, that, that we're planning on getting into. Um, some places we've investigated before, some of them are brand new, so we're really excited about those. Um, but also we, we want to put it out there to anybody listening, which right now we have one person listening <laughs> better than none, I guess, uh, for a spur of the moment show. Um, we want to put it out there. If anybody knows anyone or, uh, you yourself, if you're having any kind of, uh, odd happenings in your home or, uh, place of business or or you know of a of a place drop us a line either at our website um through facebook whatever um <clears throat> and let us know what you're experiencing and especially if you're within the pennsylvania area uh or or virginia i guess alta vista virginia where chad's at um we'll try our best to uh either help you out figure out what it might be or if if it's really you know 
concerning, we, we could conduct an investigation and we could keep it confidential unless you uh, want us to broadcast it. It's, it's completely your discretion. Uh, but let us know if you have anything going on. We'd like to talk about talk to you about that and, and possibly investigate uh, to try and help you out or at least try and help you uh, help confirm the experiences you're having. Um, but like I said before, oh, and if there's anything you want to talk about tonight, we could also take some time to talk about ghost stories. So if anybody had any kind of personal experiences or anything like that, drop us a message on our uh, comments and, and we'll, we'll try and talk about that. Uh, we, we were hoping to have some people write in and, and give us some stories and, and we could actually bring you on the show live. But I don't know how easy that would be. I guess if you message us, we could maybe send you the show link and get you on. But it's very spur of the moment, so I don't blame you if you can't do it. But uh, anyways, Chad, do you want to talk about one of the places we're uh, planning on, on, on going for 2018? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I can oh, talk about one of them at least. Um, yeah, don't, don't give the name away, though. Yeah, I'm not going to give names. I'm sorry, folks. Um, we'll, we'll reveal that once we, uh, like, right before we do the investigation. Yeah, some once we're we... We're going to be doing live investigations. Some of them we're just going to be investigating privately and not have a live feed at all. So, anyways, yeah. go ahead before I cut you off again. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, one of the locations we're going to be investigating, um, hopefully in the year of 2008, maybe yet this year, is a 32-room mansion. It's over 20,000 square foot of space. Um, it is basically um, kind of follows every other investigation of an old house we've done. It's Native American land, Civil War, you know, stuff from the Civil War happening around it um, basically has been used as a hospital, um, an orphanage. I mean, it basically um, really, really fits a, a pattern I'm seeing with what we do when it comes to larger properties. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> So, and, you know, currently it is part of a, um, a college in the Virginia area. And like I said, it is 32 rooms. I am kind of excited about a place this big. I'm also kind of trying to figure out how we uh, how we cover as much as possible, right? Because we did the Haldeman outside of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, what was it last April? This past April? This past April, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we thought it was going to be a little bit warmer because the place doesn't have heat or anything. It was freezing cold. I was sick as a dog during that investigation. Uh, we had so many setbacks, but you know what? We got through, and we actually did get a pretty interesting EVP. Uh, we had uh, some personal experiences there that were interesting, but that's yeah. besides the point. We could talk about that later. Um, but to Chad's point, uh, the the size of the place that we're going to be going to, honestly, I think it would almost kind of dwarf the Haldeman, and the Haldeman is massive. Yeah, I would. I mean, square footage wise. I would say the Haldeman's probably around five thousand square foot. 
I would say at least, yeah. That place yeah. is enormous. Yeah, I mean, and it's only, oh, one. Well, I mean, technically, I guess if you count the kitchen slash dining room, then the other room, the two front rooms. I forget how many the rooms I just giant had. foyer, which went up three three levels. Yeah, I mean, definitely not thirty two rooms in size, but I mean. Yeah. I mean, and it, we saw at the Haldeman how crazy big, you know, spaces can kind of get a little overwhelming at times. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm excited about it. It's one of those things where, you know, 32 rooms, you know, it does not mean that all 32 rooms are active or have activity or, you know, are necessarily going to be covered during the investigation so it's not like we're going to spend 10 minutes in each room and try to hit all 32 of them there may be specific areas that we're gonna focus well, that, that's like like the like the what we did at the haldeman uh that's why we like to meet with the the hosts of the the properties and have them basically do a walkthrough with us and, and kind of break down where the hot spots are where any areas are that we need to put any kind of you know, particular interest and focus to it, it really helps us in the whole investigation process. Cause like Chad said, we're not going to do 32 rooms in, in a gigantic mansion and spend, you know, X amount of time in each just to say that we covered them. I mean, we could pass through each room or see if we <coughs> anything out of the ordinary, we could do our initial sweeps. But uh, I think uh, when you deal with a place that big, you're definitely going to have to narrow it down to the, known hotspots and and i mean the best thing to do is take you know the the word of advice from the people who are there all the time and and that experience it all the time so but one of the things we like to do is is the initial sweeps with our k2 meters and 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 other devices to see if there's anything really throwing us off or or throwing off the meters to see all right well maybe there's you know a power line in a certain area uh uh, Paul wants to be yeah absolutely you could you could be part of one of our investigations especially when we get into the uh uh buildings like the one we're talking about that are so big we we'd almost have to have the extra extra manpower to kind of aid in covering such large areas but we have to be mindful of who's who's where and who's doing what so that way other voices aren't going to like taint the uh audio and yeah yeah but, yeah we, uh, we've experienced that at a few locations where older buildings generally tend not to have a uh, yes, good yes, soundproofing no, we, promised you, we promised you as well joe yeah you're welcome uh, but go ahead here, Chad. i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but you're you're the orphanage in in uh gettysburg is is a mouse could, point. a mouse could fart upstairs and you would hear it in the basement yeah, and you know, catch it, on an EVP. Yeah, or yeah. on the recorder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, Les could whisper on the third floor, and I could be in the basement and clearly hear and be able to answer him by whispering back to him. That's how thin the floors are. Well, brother, using me as an example for that's kind of bad because you know I was born without the capacity to, to whisper. <laughs> well, that's why I said whisper. I was hoping, you know, like maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Uh, 
yeah, that's one of the things we always got to think about. But one of the things that, you know, since we do have a lot of friends who are, you know, interested in coming along, Mm -hmm. I know one of the things that Les and I have really been discussing and even working with some of these venues is us actually hosting, you know, um, events at some of these venues through 2018 and 2019. Now you got to understand as much as we'd love to let everybody come and do this with us for free. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. We not, not that we're getting paid mind you. So don't, it's not a yeah. money issue on our end. It's, it's yeah. the, uh, the, the people hosting the events. Yeah. We're yeah. just the, uh, we're just the, the face people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're yeah. not, the, we're not the hosts. Yeah. But, uh, well, we may be the host. We're not the venue, though. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, making that's... the actual money. Yeah. But you know, there are a few locations that we are actively discussing this with. Um, one of them may or may well. One of them is looking like an October venue. Uh, closer to Halloween. One of them is looking at possibly in July, early July, doing an event with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and throughout the year, we may, you know, one of the other venues, now this is a little bit further south for everybody from up there, uh, but one of the other venues down here may be interested in doing an event that we host or we may be part of the group that's kind of leading the investigations. Uh, it may not just be us. It may be some other people along with us, but each of us taking, you know, different phases of the investigations. Um, so Les, you, you, you got a location on your mind you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. And it's not on the paranormal side. It's, um, and I don't want to give away locations just because I don't want to run the risk of, well, anybody tainting it. Let's, let's just say it's going to be on the cryptozoological side is going to be what I'm hoping to be is a, a weekend to a four day long event, not event, but uh investigation, if you will. I don't know. Research an extravaganza. Yeah, no, no, it's, <laughs> I want to try to keep it as low key as possible, but, um, I actually would appreciate some extra bodies along, uh, on this investigation. It is fairly local. Um, and it's going to be basically a, a, a four night or a four day, uh, three night camp out. Uh, we're going to have a buttload of equipment. We're most likely going to have to use some ATVs to get out into some of the areas. And unless you want to, hike out you know close to 10 miles it, it, it doesn't matter you know I, I hike out there all the time so if my fat ass could do it anybody can but are you uh, going back to brokeback mountain yes <laughs> return to brokeback mountain yeah yeah <laughs> but uh but no i we could get out there and, and i mean i'm gonna have to use the atv to get some of the gear out there because there's no way i'm gonna be able to lug it all out but uh it should be it should be a really great time i got some new equipment that i'm hopefully going to be ordering soon that I want to use while I'm, you know, while we are out there. Um, I just got to drag Chad up from VA to PA and uh, get him up here. And we got a, another team member that wants to, to partake. Uh, so yeah, it should be a good time and it's going to be in deep thick woods. So 
uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So there's a couple locations. It's a multi-location thing. So one is going to be in a really cool section. One's going to be in another really cool section. And it's all based off of reports that we had uh, come in. And uh, oh, we won't quit you either, Joe. But uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool, I hope. Uh, but I, I, I wanted to do that um, earlier this month. But the... Uh, <laughs> The weather, the Pennsylvania weather just isn't isn't cooperating. One minute we're in the 80s, the next minute we're down in the teens. So I, I like the cold, but I'm not going to be out there in freezing cold temperatures uh, because the one time I did an investigation and it was uh, with the Keystone Bigfoot Project and uh, it was so unbelievably cold that it actually froze and, and, and broke one of my trail cams. And I, I've learned my lesson since then because they're they're not exactly cheap but that's one thing that i'm looking forward to i'm hoping for a early spring investigation to possibly early summer where it's not too unbearably hot and buggy so uh i'm hoping to get out there in the spring and uh see what we could find yeah also one thing i'd like to you know kind of ask some of the folks that watch or listen to us on this um, if you ever run across stuff like trail cams, you know, super cheap at, you know, some store, something like that, shoot Lesser I a message, you know, because it might be something that we'd be interested in picking up because we do use them not just for the cryptozoology end of it. We use it for paranormal also. And it just, it never hurts to have extra trail cams. Like we could, um, you know, use them, you know, just, you know, just naturally in areas where we are thinking about researching or checking out just to give us background on what animals are in that area. Right. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be, you know, I know we, you like to have the best equipment, but it's not necessarily always a necessity to have the state of the art. If a deer, blows out its left nostril it tells you on the trail cam you know, <laughs> yeah but i mean at some point is it you know with the fact that we do you know some of these trail cams. i mean we've left them out for two three weeks at a time well remember the the one uh before you had moved we had that one out there for over a month yeah remember we opened it up and all the water poured out that that scared me but the thing still still worked still works yeah yeah so it's always like one of those things if you guys see stuff even if you see it online you know you think hey lesson chad might be interested in this or hey i i want to know even if it's something you want to know what it does yeah yeah I'll drop us a message we'll yeah we'll you know if it's something we've never seen before we'll take a look at it because it may it may be something that we would want to purchase eventually Mm-hmm. And yeah. we've used so many different pieces of equipment from cameras to EVP recorders, laser lights, like POV glasses, uh, action cameras. You name it, we've probably used it. Bionic ears, we, we have and use. Uh, so, yeah, if you're curious about something, you want to know how something works, how well it works. Actually, there's a, uh, uh, a guy uh, who's in the paranormal realm up in Connecticut that I'm, I'm kind of friends with and I talk to. He was interested in a piece of equipment, and he actually asked me for um, 
well, we kind of conversed about uh, how good or how not good it is. And he was, you know, appreciative of my advice. And I think it helped to steer him in the right direction. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love I love talking about equipment. I love reviewing equipment and I love using equipment. I, I'm kind of techie. So I, I kind of like that stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm always here to help anybody. Actually, Joe, you know, you hooked, you hit me up the other night with a with a, an, a a picture that you were questioning so yeah always here to help anybody yeah i mean you guys can always send us something um you know just remember if you send us something like a picture or audio or anything like that we're just going to give you our honest opinion it's not it's not meant to hurt anybody's feelings it's not meant to aggravate you you know i i've you know, at times have made the mistake of suggesting things to fellow investigators on possible evidence and people have taken it personal. And, you know, I have a a group of investigators over in Germany. Um, There are Americans that live in Germany um, that I, I, uh, I'm on Twitter with a lot and, you know, they, they're very anti-tech and, you know, they kind of feel like, oh, well, we shouldn't use this. We shouldn't use that. And they use, at times they use words wrong, uh, like debunked. They debunked this piece of equipment. No, no, you've showed a fault or a false positive that was created by this equipment or something around this equipment. It doesn't mean you've debunked it. Mm-hmm. But just remember, it's nothing personal. If we, If you send it to us and say, what do you think? And Les looks at it. I look at it and we're like, kind of looks like a lens flare. It looks like a bug. It, it's, you know, a reflection on a, a piece of glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pareidolia, which is your brain just trying to make something up. I posted probably three, four years ago, a picture that I had cropped and it looks like a Bigfoot head and it's a black and white picture. And it looks like a Bigfoot head. And when you actually, when I, you know, posted it, people were like, oh, yeah, I see the head there. I see that. I see that. And then I posted the actual original picture uncropped. And I'm like, look, if you're looking for Bigfoot, you're going to see Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't, don't, you know, ever feel like, oh, I, I asked them a question and they, they said it was this. We're just giving you an opinion. We are by far not experts in this. One of, uh, I was talking to one of our fellow investigators the other day. And, you know, he had said like, oh, you know, you and Les are so well-versed and stuff. And I'm like, really, it comes from trial and error, reading, watching documentaries, studying history, and piecing it together. Because there is not, you know, one one answer fits all in this. Because Les could see something with his knowledge of photography and videography I will see something different with my knowledge of investigations and investigational techniques, you know? So it's it's one of those things. Don't ever feel like it's a personal thing. You know, you'll see us on investigations. I think I have the greatest piece of evidence ever. And I'll go less, listen to this, look at this, whatever, unless I'll look at it and be like, or listen to it and be like, I I, I don't hear it. I don't see it. (laughs) Yeah. What are you trying to tell me? This is, yeah. You know, so, 
don't ever, you know, ever take it that it's something against you or personal. It's just, you know, it's our opinion. We're going to give it if you ask for it. Um, right. Well, well, case in point, I, I had uh, somebody reach out to me, uh, a girl, uh, a girl that you and I had gone to high school with. And uh, I like her very much and I have nothing against her, like you said. And she had sent me uh, a, a piece of audio that uh, somebody had captured uh, inadvertently. I guess they were going to take a video and they caught this uh, piece of audio, and they couldn't explain it. It wasn't anybody around them, and it wasn't either of them, and it said something. But to me, it sounded like almost like when they started recording, they, they caught part of what was being said, and the end I heard as, um, what did I say? Like, like we are defeated or we're, we, we've we, defeated, we defeated or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah. And and that's what I heard. And I, I ran it through some, you know, uh, programs that I had. I sped it up. I slowed it down. I did this, that way, every way from Sunday. And I heard we defeated. And I, I had said that to uh, the person that wanted me to review it. And they, I, I guess they had their own opinion on what they thought it, it said. And they were trying, they wouldn't tell me what was, what they thought it was, but, uh, they kept trying to change my, my, my. I guess what I thought it was, and I, I, it, I heard what I heard. It's one of those situations where if it's not like a real solid, like class A EVP, it's completely subjective, and it's up to scrutiny by anybody who listens to it. So everybody's going to almost. Uh, formulate a, a different phrase or words or sounds and you know i wasn't trying to be mean or anything you know and, and she she accepted what what i had to say and she was appreciative of you know my two cents you know what i mean it it, it is what it is it's just my opinion she asked me i gave my opinion and no harm no foul but like Chad said, some you know sometimes it's uh, especially when you're dealing with other investigators when you're when you when you're working with people who are interested but yet they they don't know enough and they come to you you know he and I have been doing this since '96 give or take and we've ex we, we've 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 lived together in a house that had some absolutely insane activity. Uh, we've experienced a lot together. We've investigated a lot together. We've reviewed a lot of things together. So we, we, we feel we're not experts, but we've done enough to kind of get an understanding of what certain things sound like or what certain things could be kind of like with the spirit boxes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's definitely you know, a thing. Like some people try to, Oh well, you know, it's very easy to debunk something, to to cause or say that this is a false, you know, false positive. Um but Les and I have kind of played with it enough that we can almost hear the difference in the quality of the voices that are coming through. Um you know, you gotta figure radio is produced, it's digitally produced. So that audio is at a certain level, and then there's almost a a distinct vocal level that you kind of 
don't get on production, you know, produced radio, even cheap, you know, local stations are produced, you know, the, the filters and stuff like that are involved. So yeah, there's, there's definitely some stuff over the years that, you know, and Les and I will be the first ones to admit we've, we've done investigations and looked at something, thought this, thought this, you know, did our research. And after years of having it, looked at it and went, Oh yeah, that's just this. You know, we finally figured out what it is because nothing like that's one thing I always love is, Oh, this person's an expert in this field of, you know, paranormal, an expert in paranormal or cryptozoology. Um, you can be an expert in the legend and folklore of mm-hmm. this and the, you know, the pseudo related parts of it, but there's nobody that's an expert in paranormal evidence. You know, there's people who are really good that are experts in, you know, videography and photography and understand the coding of a photo to see if there is alterations, if there's alterations to the video. But there's nobody who's an expert in the paranormal. Mm-hmm. You can do it a lot. You know, I breathe. I'm not an expert in breathing. Right, right. And and, and to this day, nobody has concrete evidence of the existence of apparitions or ghosts or anything like that. Nobody has concrete evidence of the existence of a Bigfoot or, or, or any of the other cryptozoological creatures like the Mothman, like Chupacabra and stuff like that. There's been plenty of eyewitnesses, plenty of, of uh, data that could point to the possibility, but until we actually have a physical creature or have proven the existence of spirits and stuff like that, I mean, it's just, you can't, you can't be an expert at that. It's just, well, I think you and I, Huh? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. You go. You and I were talking about it last night, um, you know, like on the, the Bigfoot end. Mm-hmm. If somebody brought in a body of a Bigfoot, you know, that's always the, well, where's the body? That's where the true evidence will come from. Right. If you brought in a body, I would say you'd bring in 10 scientists. Four scientists are going to look at it and go, there's your proof Bigfoot exists. Yeah. Four of them are going to go, we need to run more tests. I'm not going to say that's really Bigfoot. It, it could be a lot of things. Yeah. Unless it's right underneath their nose on, on the table. No, I think even then. I think even then they would argue it because they would need that more testing because it could be a bear. Well, we're <laughs> just not sure. Right. And then you'd have the two people, two scientists, you know, biologists that would look at it and go, I'm looking right at it. I've touched it. I've cut it open. I've dissected a piece of it. I've run genetic tests. I still don't believe what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And they would walk out of the room and say, I've looked at it. I've examined it. I've run my specialty on it. And I still don't believe in Bigfoot, even though I've done all this work on one. Right. Yeah. You know, right. There would be four people, there would be four scientists, biologists, and all that would look at it and go, I need, we need to run all these tests to make sure this isn't just a hairy person or, uh, you know, a feral, a feral person that happens to be seven foot tall and three foot at the chest. And yeah, well, it's, I mean, paranormal evidence, you, 
the the reason paranormal evidence isn't acceptable or or you know alleged evidence of paranormal isn't acceptable is because it's not reproducible right science you need to be able to reproduce it in a lab when it comes to stuff like the paranormal well the problem is unless you know one of you guys dies and you know before you die you say look guys i'm going to come back and let you guys know i'm back and we're going to go and and go to this university and you're going to tell me to bang on the desk three times and I'm going to do it. And then every time a group comes in, I'll do it again and I'll set off all these meters. We'll never be able to reproduce it, you know, on demand. So it'll never really be provable or or proven provable. I don't even know if that's a word. (laughs) Not sure, but you know what I mean? Like that's, I don't think even with the presentation of evidence at times, people there's things people see on video live or live in front of them and to this day they're not exactly sure what happened right you know they still debate the kennedy assassination (laughs) you know they they debate you know um hitler being dead you know There were people that claimed to have seen the body, buried the body, re-dug up the body, burned the body a second time, buried the body in front of a crematory. You know, there's people that say they did all that. There's still people that say eh, he was in Argentina and Brazil during the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so that's the whole thing. I think it, even with with evidence provided i think people would still have a time accepting mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, now were... i i i need your opinion less mm, okay okay good times bad times you know the song no okay well that's not gonna work then <laughs> uh <laughs> it goes good times bad times you know i've had my share Woman left home with a brown-eyed man. I still don't seem to care. Well, I know one thing. You shouldn't give up your day job. <laughs> what, is a lounge singer? For, for a singing career. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, I don't know well. that song. But what, 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 what are you, do, is my opinion based off that song? Well, the song is what I need the opinion of. All right. Because the original is a Led Zeppelin song, and then Godsmack covered it. So I was going to look at your opinion on the Led Zeppelin original, which I'm not sure it's the actual original. It's the first one I ever heard, or the Godsmack version. Hmm. I think our friendship would have have a lot to do with this. (laughs) Yeah, I I would have to probably go with the Godsmack version. And and this is probably going to get me in some hot water, but I was never a Zeppelin fan. Okay, good. That that's why we are friends. <laughs> I have never, and, and honestly, they do. There are some great Led Zeppelin songs. Like oh, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not knocking them as musicians or vocalists or. But people put Led Zeppelin on this weird plane of like the greatest rock band ever, mm-hmm. and they were so revolutionary and all this stuff. And I listened to all their music, and then I listened to the the contemporary music from their, that time frame, mm-hmm. and it all sounds the same. I don't see, 
I actually had this conversation one time with Ken, I think uh, while he was at the radio station yet, and we were talking about it. And I'm like, Led Zeppelin is not this like world's greatest band and everybody makes them out to be so good. And I'm like, at that point, Nirvana, you know, this was already late 1999, 2000, 2005. Um, you know, to me, Nirvana had a bigger impact on music. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they completely changed what was considered quality, like good music. To me, Led Zeppelin always sounded like every other band, The Who and and everything else. All now, see, I'm a bigger Who fan because I actually like their music more. But I don't know, man. I would I would go Godsmack. Yeah, I I would honestly. It's a better version. It's heavier. Mm-hmm. It's more that Godsmack like that growly. Yeah, yeah that that energy to it. And not that the original's bad. I like the original too, but the you know, Godsmack version of it to me is a lot better. Mm. Well, I would, I would, you got my vote. So Godsmack it is. So I want to talk about, uh, I want to get back to uh, talking about our, our upcoming investigation. So we talked about the one we're hoping for in Virginia. We talked about the hope, the hope, the, well, not the hopeful, but the, the uh, planned spring, early summer uh, camp out which would be a four-day extravaganza, as you put it, right? Uh, extravaganza? Yeah. Extra, yeah. <laughs> Danza. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the boss? But uh, <laughs> I also uh, want to talk about, like, I guess we could just name this one because it's so freaking common, and we basically live in Gettysburg. We want to hit up the Jenny Wade house because that's actually, without actually doing a tour, that's one place we never we haven't investigated privately yet. Uh, we've mm-hmm. done the orphanage. We've done the uh, Daniel the, Stewart. Yes, God, I can never remember that. Well, I always, I always get it mixed up. Is it the Daniel Stewart or the David Stewart? I think it's the Daniel. Daniel Stewart. Yeah, I remember it was Daniel, but I can never remember the last name. Yeah. Um, crap. What was the other place that we did down there? I can't remember. We did parts of the battlefield during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. We did a little bit on the bridge, out by yes, the bridge. Yep, Sachs Bridge. We did Sachs that, bridge. Uh, which kind of stank because when the the first night we went out there, remember we were so pumped, ready to go, and it was overloaded with like freaking teeny boppers doing seances on the bridge and all that stuff. I'm like, oh my god, get out of here! <laughs> yeah, that that is honestly one of the hard things about some of the more uh, public locations in town is getting time where it's not uh a twilight glittery vampire fest on the you know on that bridge Mm -hmm. i do remember we were on the back end of devil's den which you me and russ had gone down there Mm -hmm. uh the last time we were or the first time we were down there yeah and uh with the three of us um I was down there previously with uh, a group I, I, I used to belong to, uh, Prey, and we were heading down that way, and we were doing some EVPs and stuff, and we, we, we actually got some really interesting EVPs down there. It, was, uh, it sounded like soldiers marching in, like, uh, I guess their mess kit or whatever, like metal like cups or something clanking, and 
uh, almost like change, like somebody walking with a lot of change in their pocket, like a And then we had asked the question, um, who, under whose command do you serve or something like that? And they said, Lee, it was clear as day Lee. Um, so that was cool. And I know we had tried to do some, uh, EVPs down there. Unfortunately, we didn't get anything while we were down there, but, uh, that was a pretty cool spot, but we, I know, uh, Jenny Wade is, is well, the Jenny Wade house that they're calling the Jenny Wade house. I, I definitely want to do a private investigation. Oh, the train. What did we try to get down to the train thing? Uh, we, we've tried to book the train depot area. I couldn't remember. Oh, and Farnsworth. I want to get in the Farnsworth too, but yeah. I think for 2018, the Jenny Wade house is on, on the docket for this year. Uh, we do have another location uh, in Virginia. Do we want to talk about that one? Because, I, I mean. Oh, well, I have another one in Gettysburg, actually, also. Which one? Um, that would be a private residence, but it's a Civil War era home. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. actually, that, that'd be two. It'd be the the guy who has relations down there that I know and the person that you're working on, too. So. Yeah. I'm not giving names out on that just because I don't think it's right without actually, you know, confirming it with them. But uh, there's going to be some private investigations. I mean, for residentials and we're also hitting some of the bigger spots that are the the more the uh, quote touristy sections like the Jenny Wade. I know we want to get in the Farnsworth, which I I would, my plan for that is to book the room. One of the, one of the B and B rooms in the Farnsworth set up our gear in there. And then we could do the Jenny Wade, you know, throughout part of that weekend, hopefully bike week, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bike week. But uh, I'd love to do the Farnsworth as well. So I think that's one of uh, one of the that's on the list. The camp out, the place down in Virginia that you had mentioned. I don't want to give that name away right now. But do you want to talk about the other place in Virginia, the real big one? Which real big one? The super lot of land or the other just big building? The sanitarium. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can kind of talk about that a little bit. We are planning on doing St. Albans Sanitarium. I'll give the name away. Um, if you're really going to drive to Radford to mess with us, have fun because i've been to radford there is nothing there well not only that but the place is a a private facility that has that is secured so if you're not there with us you're most likely going to go to jail so yeah also like i said i've been to radford there's really no reason to do this (laughs) other nobody knows when we're going so you know what i mean it's not like we can't talk about it but uh, yeah the other um, places I don't want to give up, though, just because I don't want it, anybody tainting our mm-hmm. possible investigate or evidence. Um, yeah. But talk about St. Albans. This, this, this is something I'm really, really excited about. And I, I think when uh, when we do this, we're definitely we're definitely going to have to uh, um, bring in some help from some of the other uh, investigator friends of ours and. Uh, I think they're going to have to, to to lend a hand on this, and we have some we have some good people lined up that are interested in going along. So, talk about St. Albans and give people a little bit of history on that, if you if you will. 
Well, as I said earlier, for the people that were actually on earlier, and then yeah, the few people I've joined since, um, basically this again fits the same pattern of large places we end up going to. Uh, it started out as Indian land. Um, there were there was an Indian massacre on or about the property. Uh, there was a civil war battle um, fought where the cannons that fired on the town of Radford, which I forget what the actual name of Radford was at that time. It wasn't Radford. Um, they fired from the cannons. The Union fired the cannon from this hill where the sanitarium actually sits. Mm-hmm. Um, it then later became a Lutheran boys' school. Uh, then it was followed up shortly after the boys' school closed. It reopened as a sanitarium. Uh, it was one of the first um, sanitariums to use um, electric convulsive therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they also were uh, on the cutting edge of frontal lobotomies. And the sanitarium itself had closed down and, and the facility was kept open as a hospital. Mm-hmm. And the hospital stayed open until, I want to say, the like early 90s. May, it may have been mid-90s that it closed. Um, but it was open as a regular hospital for, I think, about 20-some years. And, you know, they, you know, any hospital, just a, a regular hospital, you figure people die there all the time, so there's some stuff going on there. Um, but there also is possibly, at least possibly, one confirmed murder mm. that neither took place on the property or inside of the buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, Gina Renee Hall. Um, I, I do not believe Mrs. Hall's body has ever been recovered. Hmm. Um, her car was found on the property, and um, the last person she saw, or was, the last person she was seen with in public, was a former employee in the maintenance department of the sanitarium. Hmm. So, and, and they found her blood inside the building. Well, regardless, that's gonna uh, that has uh, all the hallmarks of a pretty good haunting. So, and I just think those those sort of places in general, the asylums and stuff like that, and the old hospitals, and I, even even as the boys' school. I mean, even even back in the day, like in the eighteen hundreds and stuff, the those boys' schools and whatnot had some really nasty stuff happen in them. I mean, little kids were abused and tortured and some of them were killed and oh yeah a lot of lot of negative energy uh throughout the times of the occupancy and that 
you know, I'm sure carries over. And like you said, you have the Native American history on that. So I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff uh, related to that. And and then, like I said, with the uh, the asylum, the 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 oh god, those poor unfortunate souls that had to go through all that, and and like the 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 experimentation that was done on a lot of the people in those places, and yeah, and this it's just this place. I mean, when you talk about experimentation on on mental patients. Mm-hmm. insulin coma therapy, electroconvulsive therapy, and hydroshock therapy. Mm. Um, honestly, if people, if you really want to see what, the, what, what that would be like, you can look up on YouTube uh, electroconvulsive therapy and watch a video. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure it was shot at St. Albans, but there is actually a good chance that it was. Um and it's an early uh, instructional kind of video on it, uh, a movie basically back then. But you talk about like the school, this this school was noted. Now there's no confirmed deaths of any students on property when it was a school. But I'm going to read you a piece of a quote about how bad bullying was Mm -hmm. at this school. It's noted by the editor of the yearbook, which was a staff member, that E. Blackburn Runyon did not return after Christmas, much to the sorrow as it put a stop to the football games on the uh, terrace in which he figured prominently as the football. What? Read that again. The whole thing? No, about the football. I don't understand what it was. The, the football thing confused me. Okay. Uh, he did not return after Christmas, much to the sorrows, as it put a stop to the football game on the terrace in which he figured prominently as the football. Ah. Yeah, so basically, this is how bad bullying was at this school. A student... Okay, uh, this is going to be politically incorrect for nowadays, but every all of us played, you know, smear the queer. Yeah. Basically. So basically this kid was the permanent football for a game of that. Oh, Jesus. So they basically used him as the ball and just beat the crap out of him. Yeah. Yeah. And it, And this is in the yearbook. This isn't like a student later wrote an expose about the school. This is actually the 1904 yearbook editor noted this in the yearbook. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's definitely um, take away the, you know, the uh, Draper Meadow Massacre in 1775. You have in 1865, the battle, it was actually called New Bern and uh, Cloyd's Mountain was the name of the area at the time. Uh, Central Depot, which is now the the, city, the town of Radford. Um, so, I mean, you already got a Native American massacre, Civil War battle. Uh, then you add a very highly competitive Lutheran boys school 
where bullying was basically rewarded. And then you open up in 1916 a institution for the uh, mentally, as they put it, lunatics, basically, back then, not to criticize these people now, but that's, I mean, what they they basically say is they were lunatics. Um, I know of at least, I believe, 21 suicides that occurred while it was a sanitarium. I mean, they have... They have a bathroom that's called the suicide bathroom. I was just going to ask you about that. I was going to say, isn't this the place with the suicide bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. This place, I mean, it definitely has a history. Um, And this is not just, oh, folklore. There's been 21 suicides on this property. Um, In my research that I've done so far, I can actually find the newspaper articles for some of these suicides mm-hmm. and being that it was a, a state, you know, overseen medical facility, the rest of them are on government records. So, you know, it's definitely got some history. I mean, at least 21 suicides, um, you know, the, the murder of Regina or Gina Renee Hall, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I don't, she she is actually said to be in the bowling alley. That's one of the area hotspots in there, um, because uh, they've gotten some EVPs with parts of her name mm. and, and stuff about murder and blood and stuff like that. Uh, like I said, I her blood was found inside the building in, in the time frame that it happened. That was in the nineteen eighties. 1980 that happened um yeah i mean it's considered one of the you know this is what every place always says we are the most haunted or considered one of the most haunted places on the east coast um you know as voted by whatever you know metric they want to use to claim to be the most haunted location um, it's also available for hosting dinner parties and stuff like that. <laughs> oh God. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to that one. And, and this I think would be um this this uh spot in particular. Now obviously we're gonna be investigating the hot spots. You know, we're gonna be putting most of our attention and most of our equipment into those areas, but being it's such a large um facility i mean it was you know it, it's how big is that place it's a couple of acres or a few acres in size right uh i'm not sure on the acreage i mean it's it's um a big h like bat um h built facility so yeah. i mean it, it's it's a large couple floor facility plus basement and stuff like that and the property itself um I mean, on the outside of the building, there are paranormal events that have been witnessed and talked about, be it from the soldiers being seen, the smell of cannon fire, the rumble um, in the early morning fog, a rumble of what seems like cannon shot as it goes off. And it's also an area where the fog rolls in unnaturally 
quite often. Hmm. Well, this, uh, to my point, I think this is going to be one of those situations or, or investigations where the uh, trail cams will come into good use because rather than leaving static cams in, in, you know, random areas, just filming footage that would have to sit and, and go through minute by minute. I want to take the, uh, the trail cams and put them out in different areas and those things go off from anything, anything. Shadows could trigger them. Fluctuations in light could trigger them. Little tiny branches, like a freaking, I had a bug set one of them off the one time. Uh, so I, I really, that's why I value the trail cams, not just for use, you know, for trying to catch animals outside, they actually are very helpful when used in the paranormal realm as well, because like I said, they're triggered by almost anything. And the beauty of them is they only go off when they're triggered. So you go back to look at it and it might have four or five video clips on there. And they're usually, and most of them are like 180 seconds. So like three minutes long. So it's a lot easier to sit there and go through a few three-minute clips to look for something than to sit there and go and scour through hours of static cam footage only to come up with nothing. So mm-hmm. I mean we're gonna have a, we're gonna have static cams running, you know, the entire duration of the uh investigation, but we're gonna try and keep them limited. We're gonna have POV glasses on us, so that will be replacing uh the handhelds that we usually take around um well i mean and and depending on how many people we have come down we'll have you know we could outfit other people with with hand cams as well so it's going to be crazy it's going to be a a difficult investigation i'm not I, i don't anticipate this one being easy at all uh but i'm very much looking forward to it um yeah, so, actually, um, if anybody's interested in just kind of getting an idea of the location itself, um, they have a pretty cool website, and they actually have an evidence page. So it is ST, so for Saint, abbreviate Saint, with no period, albans-virginia.com. You can go to the backslash evidence backslash, which will show you a lot of the EVPs and some of the photos and the the actual video of the mist that is kind of odd. But if you go to their actual web page, you can see some of the information on the location history. Um, You can see some photos of the different area, like the boiler room, the bowling alley, the electric um, electroshock therapy rooms. Um, the suicide bathroom, which I actually just pulled up a photo while you were talking of, and I actually think my old house had the exact same bathroom that this suicide bathroom has (laughs) kind of looks like, um, yeah, that's not a good thing. Um, it's that old tile and stuff. Hmm. And I actually just opened up one of the the images because I have my big screen over here. So you'll see me look at it every so often. Yeah. And not that the image is, is anything spectacular. It's called, it's in uh, photograph or photographs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called female spirit. 
and just just a picture of this place and, and one of the rooms. And I'm, I'm not even really going to get into the whole thing. Oh, alcoholic war. Okay, it really doesn't say. Um, you just look at a picture like of, of this place and you're like, yeah, that, that place definitely has that look to it. Like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll share a story about it, in fact. Um, l- when I worked for the newspaper um, about a year ago, I was still working with them. And I was the um, circulation home delivery sales manager, whatever the hell my job title was. I mean, it changed weekly. Um, but I was in charge of some of the promos that the newspaper did. So I figured I love haunted places. It's going into Halloween. I want to do this promo. So I spent a year getting St. Albans to sign on to this. So they gave me 50 tickets to what they do at a haunted house every year. Uh, so I could give them away for free. I gave a couple to a coworker of mine who her, her son, her husband, um, one, uh, not sure if their her daughter went. I don't know if she was old enough at the time or not. So it, it's a family group that goes. Ow. What's wrong? I don't know. Whatever you just did jack my ear. I unjacked my phone. Oh, that's what it actually buzzed. That's why I, I kind of jumped a little. Sorry. Sorry. But they were going through, they have a, a mad scientist lab in the haunted house. Mm-hmm. And my friend's son is walking through it and he kind of staggers a little bit. And he's not a little guy. Like, uh-huh. He's one of those guys, you kind of look at me like, if I punch him, I got to really hope I knock him out. Because this is going to be a fight otherwise. Right. Um, he, so, I mean, he's, he's a pretty big boy. And he, he, he's, a, you know, still young, you know, 20-something-year-old. And the guy working in the thing saw it happen. And he gets to the end of it, and they have like a um, gift shop. You know, the typical... You went on our haunted house, so now we got to sell you a shirt that says you survived our haunted house <laughs> and coffee mug. I mean, let's face it. Eastern State Penitentiary does that. St. Albans does that. Everyone that does the haunted house basically has the gift shop at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney World does that. Um, so they get to the end of it, and there's uh, deputy county sheriff's deputies that work basically doing security for the location. And the deputy is standing in the gift shop and he looks at me and goes, who hit you, son? And my friend, the kid says, nobody, why? He's like, your face doesn't hurt. He goes, yeah, it's been like kind of burning. And I, I, it felt like I got slapped earlier, but there was nobody there. Uh-huh. And the guy, the, the sheriff's deputy is like, um, son, you should see your face. There is a handprint on your face. So they get the guy. Now, there's cameras actually in the haunted house. So they pulled the film real quick, and they got the the actor who's inside that room. And the actor's like, oh, yeah, I saw him come in. He goes, I saw him stagger a little bit. And he goes, and then all of a sudden I saw the print on his face start to welt up. Right. They said for 45 minutes to an hour after they left. Now, you got to realize this is October. It is cold out. I mean, they're wearing beanies and big jackets to go through this his face in the photo you can see a palm print on the side of his face 
and you can see that it was red and hot. Like the skin. I, I remember was... you showing me that picture, yeah. and it was undeniably like a slap. Yeah. Um, he actually wants to come back with us because he's uh, an EMS. He does EMS and firefighter uh, work here in the state of Virginia. And he wants to go back and, you know, kind of ask why they did it to him. Yeah. Like why, you know, like why him of all people going through there. Now I'm sure he's not the only one that that's ever happened to. Right. But I mean, he's definitely inquisitive. I mean, his mom's been an investigator for, you know, old school, investigator years ago so he's you know has the same kind of interest as we do so he's he's asked like hey can i come with you guys when you guys do it you know so he's definitely somebody that has a vested interest in going back there cool but yeah, yeah I mean, the more it, the barrier in, in that in that instance because that that place is going to be huge we're going to need people you know? oh yeah hopefully the wives go along too because we're going to need them as well. So, yeah, I don't know if my wife will do that. She remember her and her kids rule with anywhere there was kids kept. She can't do. Uh, well, then good. Then I can leave my kids with her. Yeah, She's already said like when we go to Gettysburg, if you, if Leslie wants to come with us and she did, you know, you guys don't mind her watching the girls at night. She'll gladly take the girls and let us go uh, out. I would, I'd trust her as much as I would trust their mother. So that says a lot. Cause I actually do trust her a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely a location. I mean, we're looking at a lot of bigger locations this year. I know we were even, you know, looking at the scourge of society, I wish I still had the background from uh, uh, when I worked at the newspaper. The background on my computer mm-hmm. was the newspaper from the uh, Phoenix. Um, I think it was the Phoenix Mercury Times or something like that. Yeah. Phoenix Mercury Times <laughs> might not have been that. Phoenixville might have been the thing I was looking for, but it was the Penhurst. My oh, background yeah. on my computer was the Penhurst. Well, uh, Penhurst, Penhurst may, may not be on the 2018 radar, maybe 2019, but uh, family members of mine have a pretty solid connection uh, to people that uh, I don't think they own it. I think they one somebody's a manager there. So I don't know, but they're working on getting us in there and I'm hoping we could get that and it should be all access i'm i'm again fingers crossed so we'll need some people to help out on that so it'd be a great time um so let's see we covered the uh jenny wade house we covered the secret va location we covered st albans we covered um the camp out for early or late spring early summer and one other place that i know we're going to get back into for show is going to be the Haldeman because um, you and I had an experience while we were at the Haldeman where we and we talked about this before where we saw what we thought was a little boy. We saw him simultaneously, um, like at the exact same moment uh, after we had witnessed what we thought we saw. Um, we heard what sounded like something running out of that room into the opposite room up into the attic. And then we heard what sounded like a, like a hard ball drop and roll across the floor. Uh, unfortunately at the time we didn't know that we were allowed access 
to the attic because there was a sign saying, you know, to keep out and the place is kind of falling apart. So, and being that we're pretty uh, solid guys, uh, I didn't want to really run the risk. And I was actually yelling at you to come down because you were on your way up. I'm like, dude, get the hell down. Just get down. The staircase is going to fall or something. Just get down. Uh, but then we were told later that we were allowed to go up there. And I really wish I would have known that ahead of time because I would have, followed you right up there and we quite possibly could have caught something uh yeah it sounded like a marble like a a bigger one of the old what were they whomper marbles the bigger round one breaker the breaker Breaker, marble yeah yeah Yeah, it kind of sounded like one of those going across the floor to me it sounded like a like a when you play pool like a pool ball or like like one of those wooden croquet balls or something yeah but a ball nonetheless like you hear like a and then like a rolling yeah, and the way that floor was, and we were we were later up in the attic. There were no balls that would have rolled across the floor to make any noises oh, no. up there. In that, fact, the there's, floor was so there's holes shiny. in the floor. <laughs> if yeah, there wasn't no. rolling, it would have fallen on our heads. But uh, what I found really really interesting about that is uh, the house that I had lived in. That well, the last house I owned, um, and yes, unfortunately, it was in Shenandoah. 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 Four six two. But uh, when I was living there, I actually heard that same exact sound from the attic of that house. And I did not have a pool table. Actually, I had all my my music gear up there. It was basically a jam room. And there was a carpet on it on the floor. So there was no way, you know what I mean? excuse me that that could have happened but it was very ironic and another thing that i found ironic from the haldeman is the one evp and ladies and gentlemen you could you could go and listen to this evp on our website under evidence um chad actually did a great job at uh doing the video for that uh audio clip uh and he amplified it and you, you have to listen closely but it sounds like a scream or we had a gentleman with us at, at, during that investigation who um, was uh, Facebook living a lot throughout the investigation. And, and we all just naturally assumed and he was kind of loud at times and he would make noises. And I, I just assumed that it was him because he was in the control room and, you know, he was doing, you know, some of the live, the, the Facebook live things. And I just naturally assumed it was him. And we confirmed with him. It was not him whatsoever. We were able to go back and, and confirm it ourselves. Um, so th- it was kind of weird. Cause it almost sounded like the, like a, a mountain lion kind of like, a, wow, like just, I don't know. But the ironic part about this is, again, the ball noise, I I experienced that at a previous place that I lived. This sound I experienced when I was with my old group, Prey. We investigated the Elks Lodge in Tamaqua. We captured the same exact sound. So that, to me, makes me think, is there something in our recording devices that might make that sound? Uh, is it like maybe the way we were holding it and our fingers rubbed it and it was just an odd sound? But the thing that makes me not think that 
is we physically heard that sound with our with our own ears. I heard it. Chad heard it. Russ heard it. He was another. He's another one of our team members. He heard it. So that 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 alone is enough to make me think it wasn't a an electronical malfunction or uh, uh, an interference with our devices because we physically heard this noise and it yeah. sounded like it was coming from another room. Yeah, and the thing that um, kind of throws away the whole electronic device sound because of you know the two similar sounds is my camera which has the world's worst audio yeah yeah unfortunately actually picks it up like it was right next to the camera when it happened even though as it was one of those noises folks that we heard with our own ears picked up on a a digital recorder picked up on a uh, our hand handheld camera and sounded different almost like to what we heard and the level of of volume that we heard it at to hear it on the the evp recorder or to hear it on the camera like and like i said the camera has the world's worst audio you could be talking right next to it and it not pick you up yeah and that's unfortunate too because it has the best quality video (laughs) yeah the the video quality is phenomenal, but the audio blows. Yeah, if you um, ever see the video, sometimes you'll see the lips moving and the audio's a hair off. It's basically because I take the audio from the uh, handheld devices and use that over on the video so you can actually hear what people are saying instead of just seeing lips move. Yeah. Well, you did a fine job at it, I tell you what. Yeah, I try. But, um, um, it was the Pottstown Mercury, by the way, not the Phoenix Mercury. Okay. All right. There you go. Sorry, um, things bother me that are weird. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's I I know how it goes. Um, but back to the Haldeman, we we definitely want to go back there because aside from that demon mountain lion and uh, the the what we thought we saw, um, we didn't really get much else in the way of evidence. Uh, it, like I said before, it was kind of a kind of a bad situation because i was really sick i my my mind wasn't in it um my mind wasn't really uh you know focused on what i was was trying to do and uh um it was just an off night it was an off night but uh we did get some spirit box um responses but after we had went back and listened to it uh they were they were too subjective so we didn't really you know the credibility on them or or the the validity on them we we didn't feel was strong enough so i mean we still have them we still have them marked but the best stuff that we got was obviously what we have on our evidence page and uh the the physical experience that chad and i had um so we want to go back there for sure and plus there's a um a summer kitchen on the property that we didn't even get a chance to investigate because you know it just it just didn't happen. Um, so we want to get back down there. We want to do some more stuff down there. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. So we covered some things that we want to be, some places we want to investigate uh, in 2018. And like I had said before, um, anybody out there uh, who is, who they themselves are experiencing weird things, 
uh, on the paranormal side, you saw something weird on the cryptozoological side, please reach out to us either on Facebook. You could uh, find it. Like I said, I'll throw the links up again here really quick. You could go to our Facebook page and contact us there on the contact page at www.explorersgroup.com. Check us, you know, get in touch with us on Twitter at Explorers Group. Um, here on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Explorers. I could never get that. You Jeez. did it. You yeah. did it that time. Not, Good job, well, buddy. Not well. Um, well or better than what, backsplash. Backsplash, y'all. Um, what was the, what's the email address? Uh, explorers seekers of the truth at gmail.com. If you go, go to our if you go to our website and click on the email icon, you can email through. That. Oh yeah, they'll go straight through. So basically, <laughs> just go to our website. You'll find everything you need to get in touch with us there. You'll be able to see some of the uh, evidence we have. Uh, and again, we're very subjective to the things that we find, and the stuff that we put on our website is is the stuff that we find most interesting that we either couldn't debunk or figure out, you know, a, a, a logical explanation for. Um, so, I mean, there, there's not a ton of stuff out there, but there's stuff out there. And um, like I said, if you want to um, watch any of our previous shows, we have them out there too, or we have them on our uh youtube page which you could link to from the videos on the website um anywho so 2018 is hopefully going to be a very active year for the group um we're, we're planning a lot more shows live shows like like we try and do every week we're planning what we hope to be a really great one and, and i can say can i say the topic i guess it doesn't matter yeah, I think we actually said it last show that we were going to do it this week, but since we're working yeah, on yeah. that special thing. Yeah, do you want person. to talk about that? About the, the person? No, or, no, no, about the... The, about the show topic. Oh, the yeah, the Falk Monster? Yeah, in Falk, Arkansas, which uh, basically is the creature from one of the most notorious and, and, and memorable Bigfoot-esque movies uh, the Legend of Boggy Creek, which had a sequel and some other really bad. Uh, it's like up to five sequels. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the first two are more uh, legit to the story. The other ones are more Hollywood bullshit. But uh, yeah, the, the first two are are done by the guy who's from that area. Um, yeah, it's he also a pseudo documentary, and I think Smokey yeah. Crabtree was in that. Like, and he was legitimately one of. The real people and he was the real person in the movie as well he well played. yeah uh the way they did it was a lot of the, the reason why the acting seems so bad is because they used a lot of the town's people to play the roles in oh, the movie the town's people yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but, so uh, the acting's not the greatest but um it does hold uh, a lot truer to the stories that people were telling at that time of their encounters. Mm -hmm. It's not as fictionalized. Uh, the guy who actually wrote it um, made two made two of the movies on Boggy Creek, made the town that uh, dreads sundown, which is the Texarkana Phantom Killer, mm -hmm. and also was the writer of at least one of the Dirty Harry movies, the uh, Are You Feeling Lucky Punk? 
was actually that line is actually written by the guy who uh, did the Legend of Boggy Creek movies. Hmm. Yeah, so learn something new every day. Yeah, that um, I've been to the area. Um, I would love to go back there. Like the area is such an expanse of wilderness and bottomlands and swamp and and river, um, and it it basically is like the whole thing. It basically this this area runs Louisiana from almost over to Louisiana all the way through into Texas through Arkansas. This area, Arkansas, um, to me, if there is a Bigfoot. It, it the habitat wise would be perfect for it. Right. There's so much. There's waterways. There's you know plenty of food, plenty of you know shelter. You know it's not mountains like we have in Pennsylvania or the great um, you know up in the northwest. Um, but it is definitely an environment that would. You know, it's a subtropic environment down there, so it's definitely an area where large primates live. Mm-hmm. But I would love to go back there. I'd love to actually go hunt that area. Yeah. Um, not hunt, not for Bigfoot, but actually like hunt a hog and stuff out of that area. Because um, you can hunt it from the Texas side in or from the Arkansas side over. I thought we gave up going out hogging uh, back in our early 20s. No, I'm going hog hunting, not hogging. Two different concepts, my friend. I gave that up a long time ago. My bad. (laughs) Um, The place in Staunton, is is that the one you can see it from 81 or 64 area? I'm sorry, whoever is saying that to us. Lyric House Writing Group? Yeah, yeah. is that the one that sits off the highway that you can see? Help me. <laughs> There's a lag. It's going to take a, a couple yeah. minutes. Yeah, we got to figure out the lag on this at times. I think I, I actually know this place. It is. Yeah. Um, I think I've seen the place she's referring or he's referring to. I can't tell. But uh, I can't tell from the picture. Well, no, I'm I'm looking at it on my phone screen, so because uh, I can't see it on this screen when you have comments, hard. I can't I can't click on the people uh, through BeLive either. So, and, and yeah. every time I try and open it up on, or every time I try to open Facebook up while I'm on BeLive, we always get things to crash. So, hmm, cool, good information. Thank you very much. Is what we like to see. No, you don't want to go? <laughs> oh, come on, Casey. Uh, don't be chicken. Uh, Casey, yeah, come on. Was that a yes to the location being the one you can see from the highway? Lag, 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 lag. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway. Okay. Um, yep, I know where that one is then. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. The, you know, this this is what we want. We want people to give us some information because we don't know all the places out there. And uh, oh, there's places. Trust me, folks. There are new places that we learn about daily. daily. You know, <laughs> or you heard about it ten years ago, and you you you, know, you heard about it one time, and you never thought of it again, and then all of a sudden says, 
have you guys ever been to this place? And you're like, I remember hearing stories about this place, but I was never there. But thank you. I appreciate it. I just can't believe. We are well beyond our, uh, quote, short show. (laughs) Our our short show has now turned into what? uh, An hour and a half? We started at 9.35. Yeah, yeah. It's almost 11 o'clock. So, Uh, cool. If you could send us that picture, we'd like to check it out. But uh, but anyways, like I said before, this this show tonight was more or less just to talk about what we have planned for 2018, talk about some of the locations. Um, we're so there, there's some big places we're going to. There's some you know, on the paranormal side and the cryptozoological side, we're trying to follow up on. We're getting some reports that we're trying to follow up on. Uh, but like I said, you guys know of anything? You hear of anything? You yourself, somebody you know? Please get in touch with us. On our website, www.explorersgroup.com, message us on Facebook. You could email us through the link on our website. Send us the information. Uh, we'd be more than happy to help, you know, try and, and help you out. Um, or if you have a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to uh, get in touch and, and maybe perhaps we could have you come on the show and join us for a lot, you know, our, our live show. We'd love to have people on too. Uh, so we, like I said before, we're going to be working on next week's show, which is about the uh, Falk monster in Falk, Arkansas, which inspired the movie uh, Legend of Boggy Creek. Um, 2018 should be good for our show as well. And we're, we're, we're working on hopeful, hopeful syndications. Uh, big things in the works. And, and that's going to be part of the Explorers Media Group, which is a, uh, another branch of our group here so anyways it is late i got my kids that gotta go to school tomorrow i gotta i got stuff to do tomorrow i gotta get to bed so everybody thank you for joining in uh and listening as always chad thank you so much for always being being here with me to do the show and i just good so i'm gonna say good night to everyone yep uh like les said you know folks check out the website les did an awesome amazing job on that um thank you you know the stuff for the haldeman investigation on our our youtube section where our evidence is here um there is some stuff included at the very end um i listened to it i've listened to it a million times i sometimes hear this i hear that uh, I put it up there, you know, you be the judge, take a look at it. If you hear something, hey, shoot us a message. Tell us, hey, I was listening to your video or comment on the video. Hey, I was listening and I heard it, you know, that clip where you asked this, I hear it say this. Mm-hmm. Man, I I have terrible hearing. I lost part of my hearing as a child. Uh, I got most of the back now as an adult. But my hearing is bad. At times, I cannot hear real well, so I can listen to audio at times and miss stuff completely. Um, you know, so if you ever get a chance, look that stuff up. Um, if you know of any group conference uh, get together that you know is going on in an area that you know we like to go to, or that maybe we haven't been to, like a, you know a new conference that's coming up next year. Let us know about it. You know, we'll adver- help advertise it for other people. We have a section on our website. 
where we put up upcoming events and stuff like that. Um, we try to keep it as up to date as possible. It, you know, but if we don't get people sending us links to their stuff, it's hard. We're not going to sit here and spend hours every week searching it out to help somebody else out. But if you know somebody that's running an event, you know, shoot us a message with a link to it, a date, a time, where it's at. We'll throw it up on our website to help them out. We'll even throw it up on Facebook. Um, you know, we, we, and also, hey, if it's close enough, we may go ourselves to, you know, see what's going on and talk to, you know, some people and get, you know, ideas on stuff that they're doing. Um, so I want to thank everybody for listening. I know, you know, it's a late night. I'm glad you guys all tuned in. Uh, to all, to everybody I know that's fighting over the weekend, good luck. You know, do what you do. Uh, everybody else, you know, stay safe out there. Be safe. You know, mm -hmm. be a good person. Peace. <laughs> All right, y'all. Good night. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Good night. Yep. Night. <laughs>